We need to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, require safe storage of guns, pass a national red flag law, enact universal background checks, and invest in proven solutions that reduce violence. KJP White House Press Secretary, awful, 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 awful press secretary. Worst that there has ever been. And there's really no, there's really no argument for that. She just got done talking about the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade and the shooting that entailed there. This is the plan, folks. This is the plan. Mass shootings. Let's go after the guns. Let's get red flag laws. Let's ban assault weapons. Let's ban high-capacity rounds. And let's do things that eliminate these shootings. Well, the first thing you need to do is take guns out of the hands of Democrats and LBTGBQ, whatever they are. Take them out of the trans community, the gay, the queer community. Because these are where these are coming from. These are the people that are that are shooting everybody. It's not the Republicans. It's not the middle American, white, black, law-abiding citizens. Hell, if there was somebody there that could have shot them, I'm sure they would have. And how many people would have been saved? Right now, one mother of two was shot and killed. 22 others were wounded. It's not... It's not a national problem. It's the Democrats' problem. Because it's Democrats and the gay, queer community that are doing this. It's a mental illness issue. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, a little bit later in the show. I'm going off. I've had it. I, I Last week, I apologize, I didn't do a show. I was sick. I had meetings in Chicago for work all week before. And I came back sick as a dog and just, I couldn't do a show. I, I, I still have the crud. I feel better, but not the best. But I'm tired of these Democrats coming on my, and, and I get it. I get it. I tell you to email me. I, please do. The problem is the only ones that are emailing me are the Democrats, are the liberals, are the, are the progressives, are the socialists. And they're telling me how horrible of a person I am. Well, I'm done. I, I tried to be the nice guy. I tried to meet you in the middle, and you guys just don't do it. You guys see only one way, so we're going to talk about that today. But the shooting, I mean, how many times do we have to see a shooter and realize it? Oh, wait a minute. It's not the white male. It's not the white MAGA Trumper that's doing the shooting. They're Democrats. They're queer. Ann Coulter was on Bill Maher. And she nailed it. Listen to this exchange between Ann Coulter, like Laker, lover, don't care about her, whatever. She she hits the head. Listen to this between Bill Maher and Ann Coulter regarding 
the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade shooting. Listen to this. I mean, we don't know who did this shooting, by the way, the, the, the Super Bowl shooting. We have some we, idea. What? If it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Well, we don't know. But they, I mean, they That's how we know it's not a white man, I can tell you that much. Do you think they're, right. they're repressing that reporting? They wouldn't tell us about the um, transgender woman that shot up the Christian school for what, like a year? Um, oh, San Bernardino out here. Remember the crazy terrorist Muslims? That's when I first noticed, hmm, they're not telling us who it is. I, it's not a white male. The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male. Okay, well, we don't, for this one, for right now, as of Friday night, February 16th, we, know. we, don't, we don't officially know. Okay, you know you have special powers. He makes fun of it, but Ann Coulter's right. If this was a white male, especially if it was a white conservative male, that face would be plastered all over the news. That person would be guilty before proven innocent. It's the truth. It is absolutely the truth. How long did it take for the authorities to come out and say, hey, it's, it's three black kids? And I hate using race in here, and I hate using the color black to, to, to differentiate a person, but that's what it is. They are African-American people, kids that shot 22 people. Why? Because of an argument? I'm not buying that at all. I am not buying that at all. So this is how they do it. This is how they generate the gun control mot or motive. A gun control talking points is let's create a, gun a, a mass shooting incident. Listen, for you, and again, we're going to start now. For you Democrats and some of you Republicans or whatever you consider yourselves that don't think our government would ever do anything like stage a stage a mass shooting i don't know run two three planes in the buildings on 9-11 don't think that our government is above that our government you should know why right by now it doesn't matter if it's a republican or democrat government in charge our government is out to get us and they will do anything they can again i've said it a million times that if your government wants to disarm you there's a reason they want you disarmed and it's not to stop mass shootings because you want to know the easiest way to stop mass shootings there's two things actually three things a have people be able to carry that can stop the mass shooter in its tracks you could automatically get the death penalty or in my opinion we just talked about this at work the other day um my daughter just brought home a little it's a, a eight-week-old puppy cutest thing ever and she said, I'll take it until we can find a home because the old owner completely abused this. It's litter mate. And this is back in January when in Michigan it was 10 below regular temperature. With the wind chill, it was almost 20, 25 below. They found its litter mate dead, frozen to the concrete outside. This puppy couldn't move because its pads were frostbit to the concrete. So my daughter, who is an animal lover, decided to take this puppy in until we can find a good home for it. And it didn't take long. I mean, this thing was absolutely adorable. If I didn't have so many cats, I, you know, having a puppy is like having a kid. But anyway, and I got, I was at work on a Monday and uh, my writer called in. So I was doing the manager and writing thing. I was doing both jobs and I was talking to a customer and we got talking about 
she's going to a dog show. She loves dogs. And we got talking about what happened. And she said, oh, my God, string that person up by his feet and let him die. There is no place in the world for anybody to do that to an animal. And I agree. But I'm going to take it one step farther. And this will piss off you Dems. Anyone who kills somebody, if you rape somebody, your sentence, if you kill somebody, you will be put to death in the way that you killed that person. I remember growing up in Saginaw Township, Michigan. I had to have been 16 to 18 years old at the time. And there was a young girl who came across about four or five black teens in the city of Saginaw. And they took her and they were driving her around. And then all of a sudden they raped her and started stabbing her with a screwdriver. They molested her with that screwdriver and killed her. I believe it was 37 times they stabbed her with a screwdriver and just left her for dead. Sorry, every person in that car that was a that was in on that, they need to... Right now, those people are sitting in jail. They are costing us money. They are costing the taxpayers money. There's no way those people should be out on the street. You want to know how you stop, stop crimes like this? <laughs> that person will die by... Thir- First off, they're getting raped. And secondly, after that, they're getting stabbed 37 times till they're dead. You want to talk about having second thoughts about torturing somebody or killing somebody. If you slit somebody's throat, well, let's go back to where I get just a couple years ago where I live. A gentleman by the name of Mark Latunsky picked up this guy on Grindr. Apparently, it's some gay website, kind of like Tinder, but for gay people. They went to his house. He strung him up by his feet, cut off his you-know-what gonads, ate ate them, cooked them up, ate them in front of him, and then slit his throat. He's sitting in jail. That guy needs to be hung up by his feet, have his nuts cut off, cook them. You don't have to eat them. Just cook them. Just watch watch them getting cooked up. I don't know, feed them to a dog or something in front of him, and then slice his throat. That will take a lot of of these murders, these horrendous murders, it, they'll take them out. They'll, they'll they'll think twice. And if you, if you're a mass murderer, every person you kill, you're getting shot that many times. Every person you wound, you get shot that many times until you're dead. Quick and easy. That way, it does two things. It gets you who shouldn't be on this planet. You're an evil person. Shouldn't be on this planet. Get you off the planet. Doom. Done. No worries anymore. Plus, it saves the taxpayers money because we're not letting them sit for the rest of their life in prison. Where a lot of these criminals, they love it in prison. To the point that when they get released, they purposely go out and do more crimes so they can go back to prison. That's how cushy of a lifestyle our prisoners have. As a matter of fact, let's make prisons a little less cushy. I mean, right now, a prison's like a three, four-star hotel right now. You got three square. You get a free gym membership. You got quality time outside with your buddies every day. You don't have to work. You don't have to pay bills. Hell, that does sound pretty good. The only thing you can't do 
is go out in public. Well, a lot of these people, that's how the reason that they're in jail is because they can't deal with the public. So it's not hurting them. So these three shooters at this Kansas City victory parade, put them up on death row. Don't let them sit for four, five, six, seven, ten years. You know, a month. That's it. You get a month of appeals. If you can't find anything, everybody knows that they did it. You string them up. Let's see, they killed one, shot, uh, wounded 22, so they get shot 23 times. The 23rd shot kills them. Simple as that. You want to watch this stuff stop. That's what you have to do. And it may be, it may sound harsh, but in this day and age, with the Democrats pushing gun control, pushing gun control, wanting mass shootings, what are you going to do? You have to fight fire with fire. And speaking of the Super Bowl, I don't know if you watched it or not. It was okay. I mean, I didn't care who won. The Lions didn't make it, so I didn't care. But I got to tell you, everybody's raving about this halftime show of Ushers. That was one of the worst halftime shows I've ever seen. That was the most low-energy halftime show I've ever seen in my life. It it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. If you want to see a good one, and I might be a little biased, but I, I see what everybody says. Watch in 2007, Prince, Miami. Fantastic halftime show. So, anyway, we're going to talk this week. we got a lot to talk about. We've got Donald Trump in New York was ruled against. What's going on in Georgia's Donald Trump case? And, oh, Joe Biden is senile? Who would have thought that? So that is a taste of what we are going to talk about on this show. I mean, I was gone last week. There's so much I need to catch up on. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it in one show. We'll see how it works. But all I ask is that you sit back, that you relax, and that you open that mind. Because we're going to need to this time. It's Things are getting crazy. You are listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I'll be right back. It was just an illusion That we unsaid all those words That we somehow unheard The truths we weren't ready to hear Hey everybody, Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot Coming back to you again, telling you You have to This is too good of an offer to not take advantage of Contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. If you want your book, your music, your society, your paranormal society, your political group, you as a person, anything you want to promote, if you have a podcast that you think the listeners of this show would like, you have to put it on this show. It's free advertising. I would love free advertising. I'm the one that's going to give it to you. My way of saying thank you for making the paranormal patriot. One of the top podcasts in in the world. I mean, it's a simple fact that you guys listening to this show every week make this show thrive. And I want to thank you. And it's this is my way of saying thanks. Thank you. So if you have anything you want to promote, book, music, yourself, political group, paranormal group, or a podcast, you have to contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip with your promo. Done. Over. I'm putting it on the airways. 
and you will have thousands of people every week listen to that promo. It's my way of saying thank you for listening to The Paranormal Patriot. Again, contact me, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Phone rings, it's night. Two nights of sleep, on my head, don't know what to do. I know it's true. I don't want to say it, but you need me way less than I need you. I know you want a space you can think about us. Silence is killing me and I'm freaking out. Okay, so while I was gone last week, we found out that Joe Biden is not going to be prosecuted for handling and moving classified documents into his home, into his Corvette, and then giving him giving those documents to a ghostwriter to write a write a book. And the reason for that is the special the special counsel said, you know, he's a well-meaning elderly man who has memory issues. He doesn't remember when he was the vice president. He doesn't remember when his son died. This is the man that is supposed to be running this country. If this man is not mentally fit to stand trial, to be prosecuted, how in the world is he mentally fit to run this country, let alone a YMCA. This is, this is the two-tiered justice system we live in. The Democrats have no laws. They get away with everything. The rest of us, the common citizens and the MAGA Republicans, have their own set of rules. And if you look the wrong way, if you smile when you shouldn't have smiled, the Democrats are going to come after you. That's how this works. And you will not win. Because as, for instance, in New York, Donald Trump lost his case. He was found guilty of defrauding. But the problem is, who did he defraud? There's no victim here. So how can you defraud somebody without any victim. They say he overinflated the value of his Mar-a-Lago estate, but there were appraisers and the bank representatives that came out in support in basically concluding that, yeah, that was the value of this thing. That is the value of Mar-a-Lago. It didn't matter. The judge, the attorney general are liberal hacks, literally should be disbarred from ever being on a bench or in any position of authority again. This wasn't a fair trial. And this is what's going on all over the country with Donald Trump. He's being he's being threatened to be taken off the ballot in numerous states. These states aren't going to win. You know, Colorado, Maine, it's already been overturned in, I believe, those states. Hawaii is now trying to do it, Illinois. It's not going to work. He's up against Stormy Daniels for giving a hush money payment, which is not illegal. I mean, if even if he did have sex with a porn star, that's not illegal. And to give her money to keep quiet is not illegal. It's a private transaction. But they're making it illegal. And then down in Georgia, they're, they're going after him for election interference and trying to invalidate the 2020 election. What a nightmare. We're going to go over that in a little bit here because Fannie Willis just 
what a what a thug. I mean, what a ghetto thug she is. I mean, come on. This is the best you've got, Georgia? Oh, my gosh. But who did he defraud? No one. So, first off, how, do you, how can you find somebody guilty of defrauding someone when there was nobody that he defrauded? But secondly, he is, he is, he's got to pay, for, is it $435 million after everything's done? Who is that going to go to? We all know who this is going to go to. This is going to go to everybody surrounded with this case. This is a huge money laundering scheme, just like in Ukraine. So, again, the question is, who did Trump defraud? The government, just put into perspective this, the government bases your property taxes off of their own assessment, not yours. So if you think your assessment is too high, you have to go to the board. You have to go to the board of appeals to ask for it to be lowered. If you think it's too low, you can either leave it alone or agree with them so that your taxes stay lower. I mean, every homeowner knows this. Now, banks, and this is this is where the case gets really, really hazy. Banks do their own assessment as well before giving you a loan. They never take the word of the property owner. Not a single bank has ever come forward and said they were defrauded. They got all their money back plus interest because they are the ones setting the value. You can insure your house for as much as you want. Insurance companies don't care. It just increases your premium. But let's go back to the bank portion. The bank sends out its own appraisers to appraise the property and give it a monetary value. This is what happened with Donald Trump. The bank came in, gave it a monetary value, but these liberal hack politicians in New York said that doesn't matter. It never happened, even though the bank came in and said, yes, the numbers that he said it was worth are accurate. Didn't matter. It didn't matter to this liberal judge by the name of Arthur F. Engeron. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. He looks like a, I mean, literally when I first saw him, I thought of the guy, the preacher guy, and I think it was Poltergeist 3. Scary or Poltergeist 2. One of the two. I think it was Poltergeist 2. The scary guy that would come to the door. That's who he reminds me of. The guy is evil personified. And he is not ruling by law. I mean, this is what liberal justices do. They don't rule by law. They rule by their own opinion and how much somebody's going to pay them. So I guarantee you, Arthur F. Engeron, we need to check his bank accounts. Because I guarantee you... Part of that $435 million is going back to him for ruling against Trump. Trump did not have any semblance of hope, none at all, because this the cards were stacked against him from the get-go, and that's how it is everywhere he has to stand trial. Let's talk Georgia, because Fannie Willis had to take the stand. They had to go and force her to take the stand. That should have been red flag number one. But secondly... She just made a fool of herself. Listen, I've, I've got a compilation here of her aggressiveness and her ghetto talk. This is a DA, a district attorney. This district attorney doesn't know what continent Belize is on. I mean, what does it take to be a DA? How did she get through school? Did she go through school via the Kamala Harris program where you kind of give favors to all the teachers. I'm not saying that's the case, but 
How do you how do you graduate from college and become a DA and not know what continent that Belize is on? And and, and she said, Oh, don't, don't, no, don't make fun of me. I just don't know. How do you not know? She is a vile, vindictive, lying, uneducated woman who listen, this is this is a case against DEI. Kamala Harris, Kareem Jean Pierre. Fanny Willis, this is why DEI doesn't work. You take the worst potential candidates and put them in a place of power or a position of power just because they're black, they're a woman, and in KJP's situation, she's a lesbian. She's the trifecta, and all three of them are absolutely horrible. And ladies and gentlemen, a lot of the airlines are trying to do this now, so People who are not qualified, as qualified, to fly that plane are flying you around. Just just putting that out there. But listen to this montage from Fanny Willis's testimony. And, oh, by the way, she didn't show up the second day. She knew better because she got absolutely railroaded. Listen to this. Well, no, 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 look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question was... You have any prior object to getting any personal records of mine? We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to deal with, with a witness. But in a way, she is on trial. She has every right. Listen, this woman has gone through Donald Trump's background, taken all of his personal records, made them public against what the law says is is legal and done it anyway because she knows she's above the law and then she has the audacity to say i'm not on trial here well woman you are this is a pre-trial this is to see if you committed fraud which you in this next clip admit that you did listen to this i can't believe she even said this but listen to this life when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign I kept some of the cash of that like to tell you I just have cash in my house I don't have as much today did you hear that she took out a large amount of cash in other words she got a loan for a large amount of cash for her campaign and then admitted she kept some of it that's against the law when, Georgia, when are you going to start looking into this and prosecuting her for this? No, we're worried about what Trump has done or hasn't done. We're not worried about the fact that she just went on on the stand and told the world that she committed campaign finance violations. But we're not going to look at that now because that doesn't fit the narrative. Let's move on with some other good Good clips from Fainey. Okay, so, but you were saying that you had amounts of cash. You still had that lien in 2022 when you were dating Wade and going on these trips. So the cash that you gave him, that could have been used to pay this tax lien off? You gonna tell me how to pay my bills? Not- what a pompous, arrogant piece of crap this woman is. She is a hostile witness. She claims she's not, as you'll hear on this next clip, but what a piece of crap. What a joke. Listen to the attitude that she gives when 
she was called a hostile witness. And I know you can't see the video, but she's leaning back in her chair all smug and thinking she's better than everybody else. What? Oh, I can't stand this lady. Listen to this. And listen to what she says at the end of this clip. I think we have. I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be. Not so much that you're hostile, Miss Willis, would be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchants. Thank you. Merchants' interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. All right. She claims she she really wants to be there. If that were the case, why did you not show up the second day? You knew that you got lambasted. You knew you made yourself look like a fool. This is the woman that is prosecuting Donald Trump, and she's got more skeletons in her closet than any of us ever have that I know of. I know I don't have anything even close. She She's paying her lover. Uh, what is his name? Wade. I think his name is Wade, Attorney Wade. She's paying her lover in cash for dinner, Paying them back for trips in cash. Why? Well, I don't write checks. Really? Listen to this clip. Because, again, it's it's the arrogance and the pompousness in her that has turned a lot of people off. Listen to this. So if we would go to dinner... Let, him, let her finish her answers. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him cash because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. You never wrote him a check? Ma'am, I don't have checks. Okay. Um, So you have no proof of any reimbursement for any of these things because it was all cash, right? The testimony of one witness is enough to prove a fact. So my question was, do you have any proof? proof? Is that what you're intimating right here? Oh, what a conceited bitch. I'm asking if you have any proof that you paid for money. The proof is what I just told you. You have no written proof. Is that correct? So I have some... um, it changes probably now. Probably some transactions like in Belize. I probably spent $500 on my card uh, in Belize. I spent 800 I can't remember, 900 bucks on each of our tickets to go to Belize. I did. She starts off so pompous and conceited and, hey, I'm better than you. Ma'am, I don't write checks. Are you calling me a liar? Listen, she says the witness of one testimony or the testimony of one witness is good good enough for the court hearsay doesn't stand up in a court of law so when the attorney that's questioning her presses her listen so you're telling me you have no no records you have nothing to prove what you what you gave him oh her demeanor changed well um well uh you know maybe in belize listen the reason she's giving him cash is so it's not traceable Everybody knows this. Everyone. And if you don't see it, you're an idiot. It's as simple as that. I mean, listen, you have to be able to to read between the lines and see things as they are. If you can't do that, please don't vote. Please don't get involved in the election cycle because you are just a blind a blind rat at this point. So we'll see where this goes in 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 Georgia. Personally, you know, she's a Democrat. I don't think it's going to go any farther, but 
I mean, right here is grounds for dismissal. This case should be dismissed right now. Obviously, there's there's a lot of corruption going on here. She's using taxpayer money to go on trips with her lover and using that money and paying him in cash so it's not traceable. I mean, if you're in Georgia, if you're listening in Georgia, how are you not pissed off beyond belief right now? To me, I would be infuriated. I would, I would demand that money back. I would demand she loses her job, plus she goes on trial and is in jail for a certain amount of time for, for breaking the law. I mean, essentially, what they're, what, they're, what they're calling Donald Trump out on, they're doing. And it's ironic. And it's, it would be funny if I thought that they, they couldn't get away with it, but they can't get away. They, they can get away with it. They're going to get away with it because of our justice system. Our justice system in this country is ass backwards. It is upside down. If you're a Democrat, you can do nothing wrong. Summer of Love 2020 when BLM and Antifa, they were rioting across the country in mostly peaceful protests. How many of those people got arrested? How many of those people are in jail? Conversely, you go to January 6th where the government staged an insurrection. How many of those people are in jail without their due process? Still in jail with no no crime against them, no charges against them but they're still in jail. And with that, we're going to move on to Joe Biden and his mental deficiencies because Joe Biden is old, a well-meaning elderly man, but his mind is not there, so he can't face trial. Meanwhile, there's an 80-year-old woman who was walking through the Capitol on January 6th, holding an American flag, just walking, walking in between the yellow velvet ropes, she is in jail. How do you explain that? How in God's name do you explain that? But anyway, Joe Biden has been found to be mentally incapable of standing trial. Again, if you are mentally incapable of standing trial, how, do you, how can you expect to be running this country, let alone have the nuclear football? I mean, that's, it, this is scary. I mean, we all see it. Carl, Mike, you have to see that. You have to see that mentally he is deteriorating. Listen, I just told one of the guys at work, listen to one of his speeches three years ago and listen to him now. It's all mumbled. It's all, you know, really faint. He is an old, frail man who is deteriorating rapidly. And I've said it before, Jill Biden, Jill. I'm not calling her Dr. Jill. She's not a doctor. She's a wannabe. Jill Biden, shame on you for continuing to put that man through that stuff. To put that man through the rigors and the pressures of daily, of his daily life. That man should be sitting in a retirement home, living out the remainder of his days the best way possible. But no, because you, you want to have the fame. You want to have the, the glory. You want to be out in front. You are pushing him out there. Get out there, Joe. You can do this. We're going to pump you full of drugs. Meanwhile, the guy needs a secret service agent to tail him as he walks up and down 10 flights of stairs to get on Air Force One because he is feeble. And you don't think the rest of the world sees this?
There is a reason why the world is on the verge, on the precipice of World War III. It's because, like it or not, America is the world's policeman. And when the police, the policeman, when it's knocked down or when it's feeble, that's when the villains and the, and the criminals rise up and take control. And that is what's going on in this world today. Nobody looks at us. Everybody knows that America's military is struggling. We have the lowest amount of soldiers in our military since 1950. And the soldiers that are there are woke. Not all of them, but they're becoming woke because that's what the Democrats are putting into the military. The woke commanders, the woke generals, which in turn leads to woke soldiers. How are we going to fight? How are we going to fight anybody? How are we going to fight the Chinese? You know, you can't go into the battlefield when the first bullet flies by your head. Say, time out, I'm going to my safe space. This is too much. No, you can't do that. And that's what our military has become. This regime that is running this country needs to go away. And listen, we, are up, we, we have an uphill battle. They are not going to stop until Trump is done. And say what you want about Trump. You know, you can say he's a dictator. You're looking at a dictator right now in office. That is a dictator. Trump has got an uphill battle. He needs our support. I don't care if you're Republican, conservative, libertarian, independent. You see where this country's heading. Listen, unfortunately, the Green Party and the Libertarian Party, they're, they're somewhat of a player, but they're not going to win a major election right now. So place your vote on Trump. Put a vote to Trump. Make it so no matter how hard they cheat, which they're going to do, make it so they cannot overcome the majority of American wishes. Lastly, for this segment, before I go off on Democrats in the next segment. So I've got a buddy who's a truck driver, and we have a lot of customers that come into work that are truck drivers, and I've got a contact and he said, listen, Tom, and it's, I, I heard this before it became mainstream news. Well, not really mainstream, but in the know. Yeah, people are pissed off about this New York ruling. They know it's, it's horrible. They know it was politically motivated. Starting Monday, starting tomorrow, I'm recording this on f- Sunday, February 18th. Starting the 19th of February, there are a ton of truckers that are going to refuse to take or deliver any loads on their truck to New York City or from New York City. This is, look at, look at what's happened in France and Europe with the farmers. I mean, it's, we can do things when we put our mind to it. Now you got these Democrat liberal idiots trying to call the employers of these truckers and fire them. Well, lady, ladies and gentlemen, most of these truckers, they, they own their own rides. They are independent contractors. They're their own company. So the only one that's going to fire them is themselves. So keep it up. Show your stupidity. And to all you truckers out there, carry on, rock on, 
God bless you. Show these people that we are not going to take this. This is what it's going to take. It's going to take us just having enough. And what point do we say enough is enough? I mean, I thought that point would have been long ago, but here we are. We're just accepting this $435 million lawsuit of defeat against Trump. I mean, Trump has got to pay $435 or $435 million. That would scare me. If I have a business in New York, that would scare the living daylights out of me. Well, it would until I hear the governor come out and say, hey, listen, you're fine. We're not going to go against your businesses. Only Trump, essentially. Only Trump we're going to go after. If that doesn't tell you anything, again, you're blind. So before I end this, I, I want to play this clip. This, this is your Democrat president, everybody. He's standing up next to Elton John, honoring him. And the idiot Joe Biden is over there clapping for him. And this is what he says. Listen to this. Again, Elton John, gay man. Joe Biden says this. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV-AIDS. You, you call him out? You call an Elton John out, and Elton John's just sitting there clapping. Yay, oh, okay, whatever. Joe Biden's over there. Oh, that's my husband. Look at me. Get the cameras on me. Really? Elton, why didn't you turn to him and just smack him? He just, he just made you look like an idiot. Apparently, it's your fault because you're gay. We have to spend $6 billion a month in HIV research. This, this is our president, everybody. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to start off. Start off, i got a couple more clips I'm going to play for you, then I'm just going to go off on the Dems real quick. Sit back, relax, open that mind. You are listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Molasses. I'm going to be right back. Hey, hey, wake up early morning, hit the block hard. I play with the bag, I be dumb and I'm a rock star. I know you ain't stupid, now don't turn me to a monster. It could go down, we outside for the cop calls, yeah. Hey, wake up early morning, hit the block Me again, Tom Molasses, host of The Paranormal Patriot. If you have a podcast that you really, really want to get exposed what better place to do it than on the Paranormal Patriot? If you are a listener of this show and you know anybody that has a podcast, send have them send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip with their promotion. This is my podcast. This is what we talk about. This is what we do. I'm going to promote that for no charge to them. It's my way of saying thank you. Again, if you have or know anyone that has a podcast that needs promotion... I'm going to do it for free. All you have to do is contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Okay, before I go off on these Democrats that are just inundating my emails, and there's a lot of you. Um, I've called out two, but there's so many. There's Rick. Uh, let's see, Jesse, Ariel, 
Levon, I think her name is. I mean, they're just killing me. It just literally killing me. I mean, I, I would love to have, and listen, I get it. I'm a glutton for, for, for punishment because I keep telling you, hey, if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, want to say how much you like the show, how much you hate the show, contact me at the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. Well, it seems like the Democrats, as always, because we Republicans don't have a voice. We, we're, we refuse to make our voices heard. And it infuriates me because we are the majority of this country. But yet we let the minority of this country run us because we're too afraid to speak. Get a hold of me. Let me know what you think of the show. Contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. But in the meantime, it's just Democrats that tell me how much I suck, how much I'm wrong. And I get tired of debating these people because you can't debate stupid. You really, truly can't. And I'm going to alienate and I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners because surprisingly, I have more Democrat listeners of this show than I ever thought. But I'm going to lose a few because I'm going to I'm not holding back anymore. You guys are listening to this show and I'm trying to tell you the truth. And all you want to do is just sit behind your blinders, sit behind your your in your plastic bubble and pretend that the world is, is this utopia, which it's not. But before I get into that, there's a couple things I want to go over with you. A couple clips I want to play just real quick stuff that I'm not going to be able to get in in time to do a long segment. But you have to hear it. So the first one is this. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, he, he wants to have Russia regulated to a uh, basically a state sponsor of terrorism for, I think his name is Andre Navalny, Navalny, Navalny's death in a Russian prison. Listen to this, and then I've got my thoughts on this. So this is the rhino, Lindsey Graham. Why don't we do this? I just got off the phone with uh, two Democratic senators. Let's make Russia a state sponsor of terrorism under U.S. law. Let's make them pay a price for killing Navalny. It would allow the Navalny family to go to U.S. court and sue Putin's Russia for killing of their loved one. A state sponsor of terrorism designation is a game changer. It would allow more sanctions. It would open up the American courtroom. Do you expect legislation on that this week? So... We are more worried about one guy dying in a Russian prison than the tens of thousands of people that are dying in this country every year from fentanyl overdoses due to our open border. I mean, Lindsay, where are your priorities? I, 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 to me, this is, a, this is the prelude to a black flag incident. We we had a uh, imminent warning. I can't remember the name, but basically, basically they said Russia is either in the process or has satellites that can launch ICBMs from space and cut down the time by twenty minutes getting to sites and targets in the United States. Anybody else look at that as a you know hey, if it if they talk about it, it's going to happen. Do you really think that we don't have that? Really? Do you really think we don't? We are being prepped for nuclear war. We are being prepped for World War III. And it's from the Republicans. It's from the Democrats. It's from our governments and the governments around the world. This is a scary time. This is the worst I've felt 
I mean, back in the 80s, yeah, we had the Cold War, whatever. We always knew that nobody's going to launch because once they launch, the whole world's going to explode. I don't trust our government right now to not have a false flag incident where they're going to set off a nuke in, in one of these cities and blame Russia just as a prelude or a precursor to go to war against Russia. Why are you concerned about one man? One, the one man that is against Putin that he was the head of a Nazi. I mean, he, he basically was, he basically had Nazi tendencies. He believed in Nazism, which is what you call us Republicans, Democrats. But why are we so concerned about that, but not concerned about the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands people that die every year from fentanyl because of this administration's and this and this uh, this party's this party's lax border policies. Nobody cares about that because, oh, we are the land of opportunity. Well, you you let those you let those illegals in then. Bring them in your home and see how that works out for you, Democrats. Carl, Mike, you know, you, LeVon, bring them in. Let me know how that works for you. And then we have Democrat Chris Coons claiming that without aid to, the, to Ukraine, U.S. troops will be in the front line in Ukraine. Well, Mr. Coons, I'm going to ask you one question. You have three kids. Which ones are you sending there? If you're going to send our sons and daughters to the front lines to fight this war that nobody wants, I would expect your kids to be on that front line too. But that's not going to happen. They've got special protection. So you can bang that war drum because it doesn't affect you at all because all you're going to do is reap benefits from the military-industrial complex in all their warmongering, you're going to reap the benefits while the rest of us are sending our sons and daughters to the front lines to die for a war that you only want because it's going to make you more money. Nope. If any politician is calling for war, their family members are on the front line. That is a law. That should be a law. That should be a rule. My family ain't going. I am not sending my kids to fight for your war. Sorry, this is a war we shouldn't be in. We should not be giving aid to Ukraine. Zelensky is a criminal. It's a money laundering operation, and everyone knows it. So next, I've got a clip from former New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Karen, this is for you. She's talking about free speech, and she says, Free speech is a weapon of war and censorship is necessary to protect free speech. Literally, my head hurts thinking about that because I cannot comprehend that. This is a little bit longer clip. It's like 2 minutes, 20 seconds, but you have to listen to this because this is what's coming to America. Karen, I'm sorry you had to deal with this woman, but listen to this. This is scary because there are people around this planet that believe exactly what the former Prime Minister of New Zealand is saying. Listen to this. This week we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. 
This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same. I can't I can't listen to that anymore. So here's the thing. Who are, who are the purveyors of the mis or disinformation? Who are the ones that are considering what is inf- misinformation or disinformation? It's the ones it's the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world that you know, we all know during the COVID pandemic or quote-unquote pandemic that Anything you said contrary to COVID being horrible, a deadly disease, was considered misinformation. There's still people out there that believe that these COVID vaccines are the latest and greatest best thing for you to stop getting COVID and so you can't transmit it. It's been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that you can still transmit it and you are more likely to get COVID if you've had the vaccines. But that is considered mis or disinformation. This free speech is a fundamental right of every human on this planet. You may not agree with what I say, but that does not take away my right to say it. If if everybody was taught and had to say the same thing, well, that's exactly what's happening. We are being conditioned that if you speak out, if you are a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist, I had a guy at work say, no, we're truth tellers now. It, and I, I believe them because we conspiracy theorists or truth tellers, we're right. We are 100% right about 99% of everything we say. We said COVID wasn't as bad as everybody was saying, and it wasn't. 99.5% of the people that contracted COVID survived. If you didn't survive, you had comorbidities or the hospital killed you by putting you on a ventilator. That's why I never went on a ventilator. And I'm still here today. I, I solemnly believe that if I would have capitulated and said, yes, put me on a ventilator, I would not be here behind this microphone today. But I stood my ground. I said, you're not putting me on a vent. I know what happens when I go on a vent. I die. I will fight this with my natural immunity, which now all of a sudden it doesn't work, even though it's worked during the entirety of human existence. Natural immunity has worked, but for this time it doesn't work. So what you're saying is either you're lying to me about natural immunity or humans have developed a pathogen 
that resist that that will resist natural immunity. Which one is it? Because we were told that this is a naturally occurring virus. Well, naturally occurring viruses are always over time. Look at the look at the bubonic plague. It eventually died off. Why? Because our bodies built up an immunity to it. We fought it off. So if our bodies cannot build an immunity to this, then it's genetically modified. It is modified and genetically created in a lab by a government wanting to kill the population of this planet. Either way, doesn't look good to you. So for those of you who watched the Super Bowl, did you see Pfizer's ad, the minute ad? Here's a quick 25, 20 second snippet of it. So that is the Pfizer ad, just a quick glimpse. It's got this, these historical photos, these historical uh, people that are mouthing the Queen song, Don't Stop Me Now. And at the end, it's from Pfizer. And what are they, what are they going after? What do they say the next step is? Cancer. Why do you think that is? Could it be because their mRNA virus, the COVID vaccine, is creating what what doctors are calling turbo cancers. People are dying left and right. And you you always hear about these died suddenly where people get the shot and then all of a sudden they collapse. What you're not hearing about are these people that get the shots and they've been cancer-free for 20 years and all of a sudden their cancer returns with a vengeance. They're stage four. There's nothing they could do. They're dead. And they're labeled as dying from cancer. But what was that cancer caused from? It's been caused from the COVID vaccine. This is predictive programming. They are telling us, well, you know, if you want to go after cancer, you're going to have to go through Pfizer, who created these turbo cancers. This is not a coincidence. I'm telling you, predictive programming is a real thing. Leave the world behind. April 24. These are two movies where the either we're in civil war or we have a country that is in distress. It's predictive programming. They're getting us ready for this. And speaking of getting ready for this, the WHO chief is now warning that there, there will be, it's not, a, it's not if, he says there will be an outbreak of disease X. Remember I talked about this a couple shows back that they talked about this in 2019, disease X. Well, it's coming. They're going to release it. You better be ready. You better be getting up on those vitamins. Ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, I don't know if those are going to work against disease X, but whatever the government says doesn't work, get. Because that's how this works. I'm telling you, Ivermectin is a miracle drug. The only reason I got COVID is because when I went down to Florida, I forgot the ivermectin. And I was with a couple people that were vaccinated and shedding the virus to everybody. Nothing against them. They didn't know. They were told that if you get this, you won't be able to get COVID, nor will you be able to transmit it. They knew it was a lie. And let's talk about these white fibrous clots that these 
people that these doctors are finding in these recently deceased individuals that they've never seen before? Oh, and by the way, every one of them were vaccinated at least two times with the new mRNA vaccine. Coincidence? Nah, who knows? I'm just a conspiracy theorist. But we're going to move on, and man, I have got... uh... I've got a lot to cover, and I don't have much time to do it. But, hey, did you know that France has just passed a new law which will send you to jail for three years if you criticize mRNA vaccines or gene therapy? You have no free speech. You cannot voice your opinion if it's contrary to what the government says in France. France is lost, everybody. But let's... let's Let's all congratulate Joe Biden for going to visit East Palestine, Ohio, over one year since the train derailment just destroyed their, their, their little town. People are pissed. People, I mean, people were ready to block the roads off so he could not come in. I, I, what, how can you, I, how can you follow and accept and approve of everything this president's doing. Everything he does is the direct opposite of what should be done. I mean, under the Joe Biden, and here we go. We're going into my 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 listener, my Democrat listeners. My, my just, I'm pissed off at you guys. How can you be so blind? You guys on that are sending me these letters. Oh, the comp, the 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 party of law and order. We are the party of law and order. If you cannot see what is happening in this country, you have got the blinders on so so hard, so far in embedded in your head, you can't see right from wrong. Under the Joe Biden regime, Ukraine has got over $200 billion. That's not million, that's billion dollars. And they're still getting their ass kicked. The Taliban, the Taliban got $1.1 billion. Why do you think that there's a resurgence in the Taliban? Congress, they got raises. Illegals, well, they've got free reign in this country. They've got housing, health care, phones, schooling, free food, you name it. It's been handed to them. What you got in return, America, and you Democrats, Carl, Mike, LeVon, Adrian, uh, let me get, I got my list here, Uh, Paul, Fred, Shirley, yes, I am a Democrat, but don't call me Shirley. Anyway, what did you guys get in return? You got staggering inflation. You got open borders. You got higher electricity and home costs. You got free crack pipes, you got a huge fentanyl crisis, you got medical tyranny, and you got wars. What do you not, how can you not look at that and say, this is not what I voted for? If you voted for Joe Biden, okay, let me rephrase that. Let's say this again. If you are going to vote for Joe Biden, you are voting for every single one of those things. You are voting for high inflation. You are voting for open borders. You are voting for higher electricity. You are voting for a crime rate that is out of control. You are voting for 
fentanyl, killing someone you love dearly, you are voting for medical tyranny where doctors can say, I'm not treating you if you're not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is a freaking killer. You're voting for World War III. Carl, Mike, Shirley, LaVon, Adrian, Fred, Mark. Come on, guys. Don't get on my crap. Don't sit there and tell me how wrong I am. How, if you sit here and you look at Donald Trump losing these lawsuits and you are applauding, you are applauding the loss of our republic, our constitutional republic. No, it's not a democracy. You are, you are lauding the loss of our constitutional republic and I'm done with it. I don't care if you stop listening to the show. Carl, I enjoy our back and forth. You are the one that, yes, you, you, you do side to the left, but I can talk to you intelligently. The rest of you are just raving lunatics. I thoroughly believe that liberalism is a mental disorder. Look at John Fetterman. He went to a mental hospital, came out talking like a libertarian. The only reason these Democrats do not like Trump, the only reason that the Carls, the Mikes, the Levons, the Marks, the Mikes, the Tims, the Daves, you name it, the Adrians, the only reason they do not like Trump is because the media has told them to. They have no other reason. They can't tell you why they don't like him. They can tell you he's a racist, but can't tell you why he's a racist. They can tell you that he's a dictator, but they can't tell you what he's done to become a dictator. All they're doing is regurgitating Democrat talking points and refuse to vote for the man that is going to save our country because the way we're going now, and if you can't see it, shame on you. I worry about your kids. If you have kids or grandkids, and you look at them and say, this is the country I want them to live in right now, you should be ashamed of yourself. We had a country that was energy independent, was robust in its economy. We had the greatest peace that I've known in my lifetime under Donald Trump. And you are willing to throw that away to turn into a third world banana republic. Just because the media and your party of choice has told you to hate Donald Trump. I'm done with it. I'm done being the nice guy. Maybe that's my, maybe that's my problem. I've been telling everybody, you have to stand up. You have to stand up and you have to fight for this country. Maybe I was too nice to these Dems. Gloves are off. Email me. I will I want to know how you how you think this country is better off now than we were 4 4 to 6 years ago under Trump. How how are we better? Because we're more compassionate, we're letting more illegals in. Look at look at the sanctuary cities. Look at New York, look at New Chicago, look at San Francisco, look at all of these cities out there that are letting all these illegals take over homes in the UK. They are asking people to sell the government their home so they can lodge illegal immigrants. And if you don't sell their home, if you don't sell your home, the government can come in and take it from you. This is the world we live in now, ladies and gentlemen. The world we live in now is they are going to close high schools and house illegal immigrants. 
And so the, the students have to just do Zoom learning, which is horrific. The Democrats that listen to this show, I've given you every chance to see the other side. And yes, I lean really, and I'm not going to say I lean really right, because I am, I do think we should save the environment. Not how you do. I feel we need to conserve water. We need to conserve electricity when we don't use it. When we don't need it, don't have a light on. That doesn't make me a liberal. I think it makes common sense. But to completely just take away fossil fuels and put electric cars out there when we're not capable of doing so, when we can't charge them, when we don't have the grid and the infrastructure to, to... to process all the electricity we're going to need when the Biden administration is cutting back on gas stoves and air conditioning? What the hell is that? How is that benefiting us? When you have scientist after scientist after scientist telling us that climate change is fake, Al Gore, Al Gore told us by this time we would all be underwater. We would all be underwater due to the melting ice caps. I am dry as a bone right now. Yes, is the climate changing? I agree it is. But the sun's magnetic poles are reversing as well as ours are getting ready to reverse here shortly. And that is going to alter our climate. We have nothing to do with it. We have nothing to do with it. There is more evidence that states that the climate is changing, but we have no control of it as opposed to we are controlling the climate. Trust me, we cannot control the climate. We may think we're that big and mighty. We are not. We are little ants to Mother Earth. I want all of you Democrats that listen to this show to sit back and really take the blinders off and ask yourself, were we safer under Trump? Because we are not safer now. It is a matter of time before we have a major terrorist attack in this country due to the open border policies of this administration. Are we safer? No. I pray, pray to God that your family is not affected by any terrorist attack. But the odds are, the statistics prove that somebody in my audience is going to be affected by a terrorist attack here shortly. Ask yourself, are you safer? Ask yourself, are you more profitable? Are you more prosperous? Are your taxes better? Do we have a robust economy? How do you feel going to the grocery store and getting half a cart full of food for $200 when under Trump you could get a whole cart of food for 100 bucks? How do you feel paying 4 5 $6 a gallon for gas? Doesn't that bother you? Are you or are you so blinded by what the media and what you're being told you just look right past it saying it's for the greater good? For who? Because it's for the greater good of the politicians that don't care about you at all. It's time you realize that. It is time you realize that we need somebody in office that is going to put America first. Because if we don't put America first, we are the first ones that are going to go down. We have a target on us because of who we are. The majority of the world is out to get us. And until we have a president and a a Congress and a House of Representatives that will listen to its constituents, we're lost. 
I will be honest, I still do not think there will be an election this year. If there is an election, Joe Biden will not be on the ticket. They cannot put Joe Biden on that ticket. A, what is going to be their excuse that why he can't debate? Other than they're going to either have a multitude of terrorist attacks and it's going to be impossible for people to vote for safety issues, or there's going to be a disease X coming out right before the election where people are not going to be able to vote except mail-in, where, by the way, it has been proven that the amount of fraudulent mail-in ballots, if those were removed from each state, Trump would have won the election. Oh, where's your election deniers now? Come on, we all knew this. This was common knowledge. Antrim County in Michigan went went blue. Antrim County in Michigan is the most red county in Michigan. I mean, by far. I mean, I don't know if there's any Democrats in that county. I I've said I told you the story before on the day after the 2020 election. I'm looking at the Michigan, you know, the Michigan map, and my boss walked by. I said, No way in God's green earth Antrim County went blue. No way. Well, come to find out. They found out that, what, the Republican there had six votes? Well, he looked at it and he says, well, I voted. My mom and dad voted. My family voted. And my friends voted. There's about 20 votes right there that he knew about. Oh, well, yeah, the machine gathered the information wrong. So if it did it in Antrim County, how did it not do it in Wayne County? How did it not do it, do it in Fulton County? How did it not do it in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona? I mean, Arizona has been proven. Maricopa County in Arizona, they, they, they stole the election. I have a really hard time dealing with people that just w- refuse to see the forest for the trees. They look past the trees and just see this utopia that they're being handed to. Everything's great. The economy's great. Joe Biden's sharp as an tack. Joe Biden is as sharp. I, I don't even know what is I, saying he's sharp as a butter knife is an insult to butter knives. The economy is not great. Inflation rose again. And what are they going to do? They're going to blame it on Trump. They're blaming the border on Trump. Why not blame the war in Ukraine on Trump? Why not blame the fact that America's going down down the tubes on Trump? Oh, but they are because they they know. They know they have no other recourse than let's just blame Trump. And you guys will believe it. Open your mind. That's the whole premise of this show. Open your mind. Be ready to take in other facts. And that's what they are, facts. I don't I don't even know what else to say. If you can't do it, you're lost. Please don't vote because you're not helping anybody. You're just helping to expedite the demise of this country. I have kids that I really want to see do well, and they will not do well under a Joe Biden presidency or a Democrat presidency. Step up. Be an adult and learn right from wrong. Learn what you learn to see what these people are doing to you. You're being manipulated, Carl. You're being manipulated, Mike, Fred, Joe, uh, Adrian, Frank. I got other ones here, Shirley. I mean, you're being manipulated and you're buying into it. You are stronger than that. 
And you could sit there and say, oh, you're doing the same thing, Tom. No, I see the results. I saw the results of a Trump presidency. Was it all perfect? No. Trump needs to shut up sometimes. But you know what? I was very prosperous. My family was very prosperous. My business was very prosperous. I was safe. There were nobody. I never worried about anybody coming in or setting off a bomb in New York City or anything like that. And it's because nobody messed with Trump. He knows business. And that's what we are. We are a business now. But you guys voted this idiot in. And now you see what's going on and you're just too blind to just, and, and too stupid and too arrogant to, to admit that you were wrong. Admit it. This, this administration is not what's best for this country. And until you can admit that, you're going to take us down. And the problem is, when you take us down, you are going to cause a civil war. You will lose loved ones. And it's your fault. It will be your fault. It's not going to be Donald Trump's fault. It will not be the middle American, the average American's fault. It will be your fault for putting into place this puppet regime, this dictatorship that is hell-bent on turning us into a communist country so they can create and obtain more power. And to you be damned, they're using you. You are, you are a useful idiot at that point because all you are is a vote to them. That's all you are. And until you realize that, things aren't going to change. You have to look inside yourself. You know every Democrat has to know that things are not going well. But the fact that you continue to spout off against Trump, you look stupid doing it. You really do, guys. You look stupid because everybody is starting to realize that, holy sh, you know what? Holy cow, this Biden administration is horrible. I wish we had Trump back. But here you are spouting off on how much of a criminal and how much of a dictator and Nazi Trump is and how great it is under Biden. You look ridiculous. Man up, woman up, be an adult. Admit you're wrong. It's fine. I'm wrong all the time. I admit it. The difference is I will correct my mistakes. You have got to correct your mistakes. And that would be changing your vote from Biden. I know it sucks. I know you may have been a lifelong Democrat, but the Democrat Party today is not the Democrat Party you grew up with. I know it's hard to hear, and I know I know you've got in your head that I'm a lunatic MAGA extremist. Listen, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm a truth teller. When I, what I say, obviously, based on what I've said and what has turned out to be correct, I have a pulse for what is going on. You might want to listen to me. When I say that Joe Biden and the Democrats are hell-bent on destroying this country, you're part of this country. You will be destroyed with it. If you like living in tenements, being told where to go, what to do, when you're going to do it, and how you're going to do it, fine. Move to another country, but that's not the America that I want. Nor is it the America that most people want. If you don't like it, get out. I've heard so many people say, oh, if Trump gets in, I'm leaving the country. Please, please do. The country will be better off without you. That's my rant. So, thank you for listening. 
you have any comments, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. It's an I'm gonna let you down. Should have seen it coming, knew the checks would bounce.